Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. So we mix it up, mix it up. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. They were all about their working with metal in the fire. So he says, who has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. You like this metal work in fire? My eyes are fire. My feet are like fine brass. And it matters because to each church, he identifies himself exactly to the thing that they value, that they are proud of. And he addresses, for each of them, he establishes whatever you value. He's not rebuking that they value that, but he's saying, but I am the real version of that. Jesus presents himself uniquely to the seven churches in Revelation. In Thyatira, they valued fire and metalworking. So Jesus presented himself with eyes like a flame of fire and his feet as fine brass. Today, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will explain that Jesus did this as if to say, you value these things? I am the real thing, the Son of God. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part one of their message entitled, Church of Thyatira. You know, the Word of God is living and active, and we get something fresh from God every time we study His Word. With these monthly love lessons, we've been studying the seven letters from Jesus to the seven churches. Tonight, we're considering the letter that Jesus addressed to the church of Thyatira and what we need to learn from His rebuke to them. Let's read a portion here. And, and then uh, we'll dig into it. Revelation chapter 2, verse 18 says, To the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things says the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. Because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sick bed and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts, and I will give to each one of you according to your works. Now to you I say, and to the rest in Thyatira, as many as do not have this doctrine, who have not known the depths of Satan, as they say, I will put on you no other burden but hold fast what you have till I come. 
And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels, as I also have received from my father. And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So to each of these letters, there's always a background. There's always a reason that he introduces himself, Jesus, the way he does, and that he promises them the specific things that he does, and they're all connected. I've practiced saying this name wrong all day. Yeah, I noticed that. Say it again. Thyatira. Thyatira. That's, that's my version of it. That's the Georgia version. The Danish version was a little different, I noticed. Thyatira. Thyatira was about 45 minutes east of Pergamon. The thing that strikes me about that is that all these letters that we're going through, this is, I think, the fourth out of the seven letters to Revelation. So the eternal God speaks these incredible words of the book of Revelation to fit a postal route. This is the postal route that they fit, and the, the letters are ordered to fit each one exactly on that route. And it just, it just struck me how, how much I miss, how much I don't notice that his eternal word is so incredibly practical. I mean, to speak into a postal route. And yet, it's all these great visions that we see of Revelation, they're gonna take place on a postal route. They're gonna take place in our geography, in our world. And so, with Thyatira, um, she had two things that were her, her main identity, that she was known for and that she was proud of. And, and those exact two things Jesus is addressing in here. Um, just like she had two identities, she basically had two epochs. She's now buried in Greece under a name I can't pronounce, I mean in Turkey, under a name I can't pronounce. But she had a Greek epoch. These were the, the order of the kingdoms as they came in, in the book of Daniel. So during the Greek epoch, Thyatira was known for her military, she was a military um, headquarters. But ironically, I mean, she was proud of that. But she was conquered continually. But she still thought of herself as a power. She had none, but she thought of herself as a military power. But she was conquered constantly. And then when the Romans took over, she began to become a thriving place of commerce. And that became her sense of pride. She was far more successful as a commercial city than she was as a military city. Um, and as a place of commerce, she was a, a route for slave traders and all kinds of craft. Craftsmen, artisans were coming through there. And one of them, it matters, in how Jesus is addressing her, but one of them was Lydia. There are, that from Acts 16, there were two women that were attached or mentioned from the city. One was Lydia and the other one was Jezebel, and they're polar opposites in their descriptions. So Lydia was, as we will see later, a trader in this city that was known for trading. So metalworks was what she was the proudest of, working with metal, which you do in fire, did in fire at that time, I don't know now and then military power, metal and military. And that's what Jesus is addressing, that the dual identity that she had, that she was so proud of, the Roman, I think the Romans, what do you call it, the Roman government made a coin in her honor that had a metalsmith making a helmet, so you have the military and the metal worker, to the goddess Athena. So it's to that that Jesus then is saying, to you who, Give thanks to Athena for these two particular gifts. I am the son of God. Athena is not a god. That, he introduces himself as the son of God. Thus says the son of God. You see how precise that is? Because on their coin was them worshiping a goddess or honoring a goddess. And they were, they were all about their working with metal in the fire. So he says, 
who has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. You like this metalwork and fire? My eyes are fire. My feet are like fine brass. And it matters because to each church, he identifies himself exactly to the thing that they value, that they are proud of. And he addresses, for each of them, he establishes whatever you value. He's not rebuking that they value that, but he's saying, but I am the real version of that. You value metal, I am the real fire. You value military, I have feet like brass instead of iron boots. And you value Athena, I'm the son of God. And he did that to all the churches. And so it made me think about what do you value? What would he introduce himself to you? What would be the thing that would define you, your values, maybe even your, the things you hold on to the most, the things you're proud of, the things you're known for? For me, I was known for, I didn't choose it, I wasn't proud of it. But before I knew, even after I knew God, when I was a young, younger, much younger, when I lived in Denmark, where everything is very sort of even keel, there's not the high and low in any way that there is here. And so for some odd reason, I just came, I was always doing everything too much. And that became what I was known for. She's doing too much, it's too much. Like my mom was always, why can't you do things just 100%? Why do you have to do 300%? Like just moderate, like tone it down, which I'm still hearing sometimes. But, but, but that was what I was known for, for better or for worse, mostly for worse. That's what I was known for, she's too much. And to me, one of the things that Jesus did, and that I'm bringing it out for you to think about what is it you are known for, for better or for worse. To me, Jesus said, you are not too much for me. And he did it this way from Ephesians 3.20. But he says, because I am exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think. So I was known to be too much and I was always told to tone it down. And Jesus like, not with me, you don't have to. I felt like with him for the first time I could let loose. I didn't have to constantly rein it in and be sure I color within the lines. None of that. Jesus is like, I'm much more than that. I'm all the time coloring outside the lines. And to each of us, he does this. To each of these letters, he does this to emphasize whatever you have, good or bad. I am something that relates to that, but what I have is the ultimate. And then he rewards them accordingly too. So he introduces himself, but he rewards them. The reward that he promises if they will listen is according. So Thyatira, who values military power, they were constantly conquered, but they nonetheless valued military power. And the reward if they listen will be this from Revelation 2:26. And he who overcomes and keeps my work until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. 
We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.